Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 8-12 on this Wednesday morning. We're going to make your brain hurt in this next segment, but it's going to be for good. We're going to help you. My mind is blown. Already, Already. right? We haven't even gotten into it. Wow. Joining us in studio on Wisconsin's Morning News is Tina Change. She is the CEO of SysLogic. So this is cybersecurity. Everything you'd want to know about cybersecurity. And everything Tina says is scaring the absolute hell out of us. <laughs> We've been just chatting in and out of breaks for a few minutes and like... My mind's exploded three, four times. But but good stuff, too. There's a lot there there. So, Tina, thank you, first of all, for coming in studio. Appreciate it. Do we? Topic. There she is. We got her up now. Um, so let's start with this, Tina. First of all, with ransomware, because I feel like that's what people think of the first. When they think of cybersecurity, they think of ransomware and how someone might be sending you a link and you just shared a password without realizing it or whatnot. A lot of attention by companies and by just individuals to fight fight this ransomware idea where are we at with that is this working are we preventing ransomware or is this still an issue oh it's absolutely still an issue this year alone ransomware will account for 30 billion in costs now cyber crimes in general is topping eight trillion dollars globally so this is a huge issue so ransomware really uh, occurs if we allow a bad actor to come into our environment digitally and we are subject to so much of phishing that's what that's yeah, called yeah. so the phishing thing we we i mean I, I assume most companies now do some type of training for anti-phishing i know we do it here yes and we roll our eyes every time we get one of the things or get one of like we do the tests where yeah, the you get a suspicious like email yeah. and i do you get like little adrenaline burst when you click on it correctly it says congratulations yeah you reported this phishing exercise accurately. So all of these companies are obviously trying to fight this off, but to no avail. <laughs> I think that we move too quickly in the yes. workplace. We are naturally trusting people, and especially as the phishing attempts are becoming more and more uh, believable, like your mobile phone company texting you and asking for information when it really isn't them, or even masking an email that looks like it's coming from somebody you know is making us more susceptible. I think that's what's interesting about cybercrime. We were just talking. I think it's a collision between sociology and tech. We think of cybercrime as being tech, these backroom coders, and it's all about how do they get into the system. But they get into the system by using human tools to trick you. And in many cases, they can't do it unless you help them. Absolutely. And we think about cybersecurity as a very technical field. And there are obviously many technicians that need to be experts in this. But cybersecurity is actually extremely creative. If you think about where it starts, it starts with the hacker or the cyber criminal. And they only need to find one door to get in, whereas the rest of us need to protect every door. So the creativity to just find that one open door gives them that adrenaline rush. And it's actually, again, very creative. How is the cybersecurity industry? Are you looking for work? Are there jobs available? Are they needing people? Unfortunately, uh, we are not looking for work. The work finds us. Yeah. Uh, but from a an unfilled jobs perspective, the U.S. has over 700,000 unfilled jobs today. Wow. <laughs> What's, uh, give us a profile of who fits a cybersecurity you know, I mean, I, I'm sure 
all 700,000 jobs are, are different. You have different skills needed. What, who, who out there right now listening to us says, oh, that maybe is me or that's maybe one of my kids and, and lead them on that educational path? All right. So cybersecurity is really about protection and remediation. So, of course, you've got your technicians. So anybody that has a technical bent is a good uh, skill, reskill or upskill for cybersecurity. But we forget there are so many other aspects. There are fields like ethical hacking, which you need to know something about getting into security systems and just applications in general. Uh, but somebody can get in on the ethical hacker side. But we forget about attorneys that need to be cybersecurity experts or insurance agents and the insurance industry that are now needing to protect via cybersecurity oh, sure. insurance. It really spans. So that every company basically should have some type of cyber insurance included? Absolutely. And it's getting harder and harder to get. And it's one of the insurances that is the fastest growing as far as costs. Individuals too? Like, is that something that families should have or would have? You know, it hasn't hit the individual market yet. And one would say, when we have enough personal information that we want to protect, it'll find its way there. But right now, you know, when we get a notice from a company that might have had a breach, they give us one year free life lock or identity guard or something like that, just to be able to scan our protection for us. Uh, but we need to be safer as individuals in our home because as we've gone home to work, remote or hybrid, we're bringing the home environment back into our work environment and making our workplaces more susceptible as well. Tina Chang joins us from Syslogic on Wisconsin's Morning News. So on that, let's let's break down to the home level, to the individual level. We just had the story about TikTok. Another state is suing TikTok and whatever. Is that for real? Like, my kids are all on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. I know, I know that states have taken steps to, and public officials and such have taken steps to protect their information on TikTok. Is this for real? Like, should we not be on TikTok? I definitely do not believe we should be on TikTok. So it's Dang. interesting that states are uh, making claims about its addictive patterns. But if we really want to make a stink, we should be talking about domestic security. So TikTok, much like Google did by taking aerial views of all of our geography, as we're playing with TikTok and doing videos, we are giving images in our home for geolocation mapping. And given that information to nation states, uh, international isn't safe. Well, well, two questions there. One, they can't be the only app, right, that does something like that. And two, why should I care if they see the inside of my living room? Well, you may not care uh, if somebody sees the inside of your living room. But imagine a nation state, in this case, TikTok, particularly China, gets to map all the interiors of all of our locations in a mass way. Well, now they've got... In essentially an interior aerial view of our entire nation. So, you know, it was kind of ironic to me. We had the big uh, buzz about the Chinese balloon that flew over U.S. That's right. And the first thing I thought about is, <laughs> well, does anybody complain about TikTok that is inside our homes <laughs> in a mass way? Is there, so, Tina, is there any indication that we know the Chinese are doing these things that we're afraid of? Without questioning whether or not it's possible, and you've laid out exactly how it is, is there an indication that that is actually happening? No, there isn't today. But as we look forward, we're all talking about, well, the next warfare could be a digital one, right? So information is power. And so it's our jobs as individuals and businesses to protect our information as best as we can. So how is that different than, say, Meta? 
or one of these other apps that also allows you or are allowing well, If you to told me we had to get rid of all our social media, I'd love you for it. Great. <laughs> Take it all and throw it in the trash. But I think social media is great for certain purposes. Uh, it's addictive nature to young ones especially. Uh, needs to be addressed. Right. But the difference with Meta and other U.S.-based applications is that we have policies and rules and sanctions about how all that information can be used, and those same policies don't necessarily extend internationally. Can you hang for one break? Can we take a break and hang for one more segment? Because we got to get into AI yeah, it's stuff. has got a right? lot, lot of questions. Plus, <laughs> you've got a big summit taking place later this week that we want to get to, too. Tina Chang from Syslogic joining us on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty-five on Wisconsin's Morning News in studio with us. We have Tina Chang. She is CEO of SysLogic. She's a cybersecurity expert, and she's make she's blowing our minds this morning. <laughs> Good and bad. I feel so dumb. <laughs> That's all right. We but you don't have no. We're, we're performing a service for you. We're yes. all going to be smarter for our meeting Absolutely. today. Absolutely. Together. Let's talk AI. So we're fascinated by everything, Tina, that happens with AI. Again, the good and the bad. I Mostly ass- the bad. <laughs> but I assume, I assume that there can be some bad actors when it comes to AI for us personally, not just seeing Tom Hanks in a social media post trying to sell insurance to us. It's not really him. But so even more directly impacting us specifically as people. Yes, AI, it's hot. 42% of businesses are exploring it or using it today. And so it is no surprise that our cyber criminals are adopting it faster and faster in order to hack us better and better. So the keys with AI is that it is mining or scanning so much information about us uh, for good and bad, but our cyber hackers can make such greater personalized and unique attacks which, in general, I hate to say it, needs to make us a little bit more untrusting. And how does that play out in our homes? You were telling us that you're even careful about the devices, the consumer products we buy on the shelves, the devices that you will plug into your home and the, the protection that, that you want around those. Absolutely. So uh, devices in our home, they make life easier. Everything's and connected. For us. Everything's <laughs> right. connected. But I need I, my laundry connected to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> That's right, and you can start your heat before you get out of bed. But uh, what we're not realizing is that not all products are created equal. Uh, Different products have different cybersecurity controls, depending on where, again, you're buying it, especially if it might be international. They might have different rules and policies. I think we need to become smarter as consumers about what products we buy and what we're willing to connect to our Wi-Fi. Because imagine you plug in something that isn't well secured. It is now an open window into your home. If they get into your Wi-Fi, it's a quick hop to your laptop and the sensitive information that you may have that on there from banking to any of your work. So how do you do that? How does someone decide what they should connect and what they should not? It's interesting for me. I actually have nothing smart in my home because I know better and I don't want to have to protect it all every time I do an update or an upgrade. Uh, But the average person, some good tips, make sure you have passwords on everything. That also means passwords on your Wi-Fi. Uh, for parents out there, the smarter you can get, the better you can educate your kids on what not to download or connect to that that internet uh, and connection to your home. And, and then also uh, making sure that you're not using your same password for every single application or device. I don't know anybody who would do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Would, could this possibly lead to greater U.S. manufacturing of tech products. I mean, right now we have U.S.-based companies 
right, that are producing things overseas or whatnot. I mean, it's so hard, especially given where we are in terms of employment, availability of workforce. But you know, could we could we see iPhones produced in America? Could we see other tech products produced in this country now? Well, I think the U.S. has a great concern and eye for cybersecurity. So products developed here not only are protected a little bit better, but we also have mandates and SEC rules, not only to protect ourselves, and if we have a breach, we've got to disclose, but also to protect the products that we're putting out to the consumer market. So the frameworks and the methodologies in the U.S. Uh, are just better and upheld uh, on a more regular basis. It's part of our culture. Uh, are all created equal even in the U.S.? No. Are right. all created equal uh, even if they're manufactured in internationally and come in, no. So we've just got to be better consumers in the meantime. Tina Chang is the CEO of Syslogic. Now, you have a summit taking place where at MSOE later this week. What do we need to know about that? Friday, please join us. We still have some space. It is free for students, so students looking to you know, pursue a career in cybersecurity or anybody looking to upskill or reskill, please join us. Uh, but we've got industry professionals across industries, healthcare, financial services, manufacturing, all sharing information about cybersecurity to help us get better as a community. We often don't want to talk if our organizations have had a breach, and we've got to get better about that so we know how to recover better if something should happen to us. You said uh, students there should. So would someone who is interested in the industry consider going to a summit like this too? Like, Absolutely. Yeah? I okay. mean, if nothing else, it's good education and great networking. If you're looking to find that next job, there's nothing like meeting the industry professionals and or the industry associations that are going to be there, like the Midwest Cybersecurity or ESA or Women in Technology. What's Tina, uh, students, high school, college, who have heard this and thought, like, mm, could, me, could be me, what should they be focused on in their education? What's their path? I think they just need to have an open mind. The field of cybersecurity is so broad, so don't just think it's a technical job. Uh, there could hey, I'm be in a so closet many. coding all day. Absolutely. It right. doesn't have to be that. I'm in cybersecurity. I'm hardly at my desk. You so, seem well-adjusted. I'm very well-adjusted. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. Uh, what's the website for the summit? M-K-E, cybersummit.com. And that is at MSOE. Again, MSOE, Friday morning. Friday. Awesome. Tina Chang from it's super light. Yeah, we, we uh, will have you back. Thank you. <laughs> Tomorrow. Great, see you. Uh, website, once again, M-K-E, cybersummit.com. Awesome. It is 831 on Wisconsin's Morning News.